this week on a brand new episode of Strong Arm Sports Podcast. Then more than likely, if I'm gotta drop 30 over here at Trash Ass South Carolina, I got some help over here in Duke. We got other top players. I don't mind averaging 13, 14 points. I know I'm still going to the league. That's true. That's a damn take some of the strain off me. We supposed to be the losers, but we really know. They used to laugh at us. No, we really know. They used to tell me never in my lifetime. I guess they wasn't in their right mind. Underdog. What's going on, folks? Welcome to a brand new exciting episode of Strong Arm Sports Podcast. The really sport podcast. In all the land. True. I'm talking about in all True. the land. Man, we are back to wrap up the previous weekend sports in dramatic fashion. Like only we could do, man. I'm talking about with no BS, no sugarcoating, and no biases. Only the strong arm truth. This happens to be the first time you are watching our show on YouTube or listening to it on any of our various podcast channels. I'm one half of the show. I go by the name of K-Spade, the prospect. And I'm your boy, the Paris 57, and together... We form strong arm sports space. Yes, sir. Man, we got a lot of things to talk about, so I ain't gonna waste no time. I'm gonna jump right into it. I'm gonna jump right. First and foremost, babe, hold on, hold on. I gotta Uh-oh. thank you guys for your amazing support. Yo, oh, yeah. we hit the 40s this week, man. I woke up this morning, I checked it again, and we still in the 50s. You guys have been amazing this week. Let's keep this momentum. 2018 like looking it. big. We gotta keep this momentum, y'all. Let's let's keep it up. 2018 is our year. You want me to drop a little jingle right here, bro? No, no, no. We're we'll back. We can pass on. We can okay, pass on like, that because you'll like. find a way to right. you'll find a way to slip James Hart name in there somehow. But, wow, that's disrespectful. I mean, that's what that's what you do. That's what you do. But Spade, I want to start in the NFL. We got some playoff games happening. <laughs> I want to start on the AFC side of things. Spade. All right, first yes. man. First of all, the game the games last week was amazing. I mean, Jacksonville Pittsburgh. That game was. Down to the wire, Blake Bortles made some amazing throws. But Blake Bortles yes. and, and that Jacksonville defense was able to get Pittsburgh out of here. And they moved yes. on. And they are facing the New England Patriots up in Foxborough. Space. Yes. I got to yes. ask you, homie. What, what, what should we expect from this AFC championship game? Man, I mean, I got to give it to you, bro. You always come on this show and say the NFL... Man, we've got parody. You never know who. And yeah. I always tell you, calm that down. Sit yeah. on down. But hold on. You might be on to something here. You might yeah. have just did something right there, NFL. Hold up. Right now, my team is at home, in case y'all didn't know. The Dolphins didn't make the playoffs. Did you know that, LaPaz? <laughs> I think everybody knew that. They was nowhere near. Well, I was shocked. I was shocked. Listen, man, since my team is at home, I am temporarily Rooting for these Jags. I like this team. I like their confidence. I like their swagger. Midway through the season, if you follow me on Twitter, you've been seeing I've been very vocal about it. I'm a fan of Jalen Ramsey. I know that that dude gets trolled a lot. Y'all like talking trash about him. Every week I say, even though the Xavier Rose fans be in my mentions, the Darius Slay fans be in my mentions, I think with my eye test, I think Jalen Ramsey has been the best corner in the NFL this year. Hey, Spade, I like that Spade, kid. Space, space, space. Now nah, don't do it. Space. Don't do it. What, what college did Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Rose go to? They came out of the ACC, the best conference in college football. Nah, they went to Florida I, State, which is now cornerback university. Oh my God! DBU. Stop, bro. Y'all had Dion. Wait, 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 wait. Y'all had Dion, Samari Roll, and these two guys. 
four cornerbacks in the Whoa, history bro. of your university bro, don't make you cornerback you. You just going to skip don't start over the slew of CBs we had? Bro, four top-tier cornerbacks Spain, go ahead, in the Spain. history of your university. That's go what ahead. I thought. That's what I thought. Go ahead. So, yes. Yes, man. I, I'm one of the foolish minority that think the Jags got a chance. This team reminds me an awful lot of that Ravens team that had trash-ass Trent Dilfer at quarterback. Trent, if you're listening, I'm calling you trash. You know you was trash. Trent be forgetting sometimes. But I like this team, bro. I like this team. And you know what? We kind of trolled Leonard Fournette on this show when he said the NFL was easy. I would like to recant all of my laughter. He making it look pretty damn easy. Go Jags. First and foremost, if you guys didn't know, Tom Brady was in practice earlier this weekend. Hurt his hand. It was later reported that Rex Burkhead was the Patriot that injured Tom Brady's hand. Spade think Spade think it's all a smoke screen. Smoke and mirrors. That's what he, he ain't heard. You know y'all. what? I'm gonna tell you what. I'm not concerned about Tom Brady because Tom Brady been on an injury report. They list Tom Brady as questionable every week since like week two. Like every week, Tom Brady is questionable. Every week, every week he don't practice and he missed. Like it, it's not a big deal. Tom Brady would have to be deceased to miss this game. He will be. Uh, he will be playing. Spade. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna look. That Jacksonville defense is amazing. If one thing, and if you guys didn't know. Tom Coughlin, who was the pretty much the mastermind behind the Giants when they beat the Patriots in, 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 in Super Bowls, he mm-hmm. is the mastermind behind the Jacksonville Jaguars. So it's no it's no shocker here that that defense has been rebuilt by Tom Coughlin and company, and those guys mm-hmm. are playing out of their mind. Tom Coughlin had the Giants like that, and if you know anything about playing against Tom Brady, the 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 scouting report is get Tom Brady off the spot, get pressure in yes, his sir. face. Hit that guy and Tom. I think we. I think we are in for an amazing game, Spade today. And I, I my gut. This is not the pick'em game, Spade. My, I want Jacksonville to win, but my gut is telling me, you know, is they, they are in one of those situations when they're too young and they're quite not ready yet. And I don't trust Blake Bortles. I don't trust Blake Bortles. And I think you give Bill Belichick a week. To game to game plan for you, you know, they know Leonard Fournette is a threat. I think they're gonna stack the box and say Blake Bortles, do what you did last week again. And you gotta ask yourself, do you trust Blake Bortles? Cause I don't. So if I had to put money on this game, I'm I'm leaning I'm leaning, um, New England Patriots just because Tom Brady coaching. You know they they got they can get the, they can get it done in so many different phases of the game. It could be special. It could be special teams, Spade. If it's a fifty yard field goal, do I trust Lambo or do I trust Goskowski? And I trust Goskowski more. So it can be one of those games when they have they have they can New England can get this can win this game in so many different phases. And I don't know I don't know if I trust Jacksonville enough to get it done. I would love for them to get it done because I'm tired of New England. I just don't know if they're quite ready, and I don't trust Blake Bortles. Well, let me throw this at you, some fun facts before we move forward. Okay. It is rumored that Jacksonville might put Jalen Ramsey <laughs> on, on Gronkowski, yeah. which I like. I mean, Ramsey obviously isn't as big, and I would assume not as strong as Grunk, but he's physical, and he's mouthy. So a lot of times, Grunk already showed us earlier in the year, you can't That's get right. under his skin. He might he might drop a, a, a wrestling elbow on you after the play. And- when it's a dead ball, but you can't get under his skin, you can't get him rattled. Um, I kind of feel like the Patriots hedging their bets a little bit. What they're doing is they're giving themselves and their fan base 
are out. Just in case something strange happens and the Jags get the win, everybody mm-hmm. going to say Tom Brady's hand that nobody's yeah. actually seen injured because he's walking around in interviews with gloves on, That's like Michael Jackson point. or something. They hedging bets. Let's go ahead I'm and move t- forward, I'm going to tell you man. what else, the, go the ahead, point go you ahead. made about J- the point you made about Jalen Ramsey on ground, I'm going to tell you, we talk about this thing called confidence all the time. And what mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, Jalen Ramsey ain't scared. And he's confident. Oh, no. And he believes he can lock down anybody. And, and he thinks he's the best. Sometimes all it takes is that little bit of belief. You never know. All you got to do is believe in yourself, people. And Jalen Ramsey is one of the cockiest, most believe, you know, most uh, self-in-tune corner yeah. this year. Like, he tell he he talk he kind of remind he's like Spade. Do you remember? You remember how when Ocho Cinco used to talk about these corners? Like yeah, if he on me, he fooled. He done. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey is like that. The opposite. Put me on AB. I'm locking him down. Put me on this yeah. guy. Like they non-existent. And that's what Jalen Ramsey remind me of. He, he's the he's the off he's the defensive Ocho Cinco with the mouth. I mean we know Dion we know Dion just took away half of the field. They didn't even test Dion. Dion didn't even have to talk. They wasn't throwing over there. They wasn't throwing over there. Jalen Ramsey lets you know you throw over here, you're gonna be in trouble. So I, I'm I'm interested. I can't wait to see this matchup of Jalen Ramsey on Gronk. I mean that, we have Spade. I think we in, I think we in for a treat. I think we are in for a treat. And I hope this game lives up to all the hype. And Blake Bortles, all you got to do is what you did last week. Don't mess it up. Don't up, turn man. the ball wait, over. Wait. Don't come for Blake because you know what? what? I was talking to somebody and they said, well, uh, Pittsburgh let Fournette just run loose. So, you know, they should have stacked the box on him. And I reminded that person in the previous week, the Buffalo Bills stacked the box to stop Fournette. You know what happened? Blake Bortles damn near had 100 yards rushing. Don't come that's for true. Blake. Let's move on and talk Blake? about the NFC. No, is, you cannot come for Blake because right I now that's come my for quarterback. Blake, Spade. No, no, can you can't come for right Blake. now. Spade, let me ask that's you, my do you believe in Blake? Thing. You believe in Blake? Yes. And Blake Bortles, okay. we trust for right now. Okay. And, re- okay. and remember, if it's any young people watching this on YouTube or listening to this podcast, I tell people all the time, y'all take this for granted. Step one to being the best is believing you the best. If, if, if you think step one is waiting on other folks to tell you you the best, you won't never be nothing. Because we I live in a society where they ain't going to do nothing but put you down. So step one is believing you the best. Jalen Ramsey believes he the best, and I'm on board. Now, can we finally get to this <laughs> NFC Championship game? Because you're you spending let's a lot it. of time here just because Jalen Ramsey went to trash-ass FSU. All right, let's move forward. I mean, we got somebody on this end that went to FSU. Uh, <laughs> NFC Championship game also happens this weekend, folks. And I'm going to tell That's you right. what's strange. Two. Nah, I was going to say three. My bad, Blake. <laughs> Two. Of the team still in the playoffs, kind of got question marks at quarterbacks. And, of course, I'm talking about the Eagles, who are without their starting quarterback, as well as the Vikings. Shut up, LaFarris. The Vikings, who are without their starting quarterback. Uh, If you guys saw uh, the playoff games last weekend, I don't know what to say about the way the New Orleans Saints-Minnesota Viking game ended. It was just terrible. It was terrible. Terrible, terrible. I've seen all the people caping for the young rookie at safety saying that mistakes happen, but sometimes you got to have good fundamentals. And, and yeah, I know I never played safety at the NFL level before anybody comes for me. Once again, I go back to my theory with seeing a smudge on the window on the 83rd floor. No, I have never, you know, been in a scaffold on the side of a skyscraper cleaning windows, but I can spot a dirty window when I see it and I can spot a terrible tackle attempt. And that's what happened. Anyway. In this game, man, you got two teams 
anchored by their defenses, really good defenses on both sides in the NFC Championship game. Neither team with that starting quarterback, LaParis. What do you think about this game and who you like? I want to, uh, before I go there, I want to speak on last week's game. Man, let me tell you. Whew. When I tell you, I mean, I've seen the Music City Miracle and all, you know, when they was in Tennessee and they Wachek threw the ball back and they returned it on Spade. That, that was just insane. What I said, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't Crazy. believe it. I, I, the the rookie safety Williams, the kid had a phenomenal season, man. And I think I think I think he's going to be all right. I hope he's able to bounce back because Spade. We have seen players make certain mistakes and not be able to bounce back. Remember Nick Anderson at the free throw line? Oh yeah, like Ended four him. times. Ended it was him. it was a wrap. So I'm hoping that this kid is able to because he had a phenomenal season. And this play is going to go down in NFL history. Yeah. He had a pick in that game. That's right. That's what I thought. They wouldn't have even came back in that game if it wasn't for that kid. For him. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I I hope this kid, you know, this kid sent out a tweet and was like, you know, I'm not going to let that play define me as a player or a man. And I I hope he's, I hope he don't. Because the kid is a great player. He's been, he was great this year. He was great. With that being said, this week, Spade, I mean, I, Spade, we talk, I know a lot of Philadelphia Eagles fans, and, you know, they're in the same division as the Cowboys, so I hear it a lot. Philly, Philly this, but you want to know what I see from, you want to talk about hedging bets? Philly, oh, yeah. The Philadelphia Eagles fans are hedging their bets because they they've like, been hedging oh. it every week since Wentz went down. Since Carson Wentz went down. Yes, every they have, week. Spade. They was like, oh, um, he couldn't even score on Dallas and – if, if Wentz was there, we would have dropped 42 points. And uh, th- th- even the games they win, Spade, they're like, oh, well, we won 17, whatever. We, we would have had, we would have scored 59 points. A win is a win. Like, a win is a win. You know what's crazy, Spade? I asked you off camera earlier in the week. I said, man, what if the Eagles beat? What if the Eagles beat Minnesota? Is the Eagle fans still going to say, the Eagle fans have been saying they're they going to lose ever since the playoffs started. They've been like, oh, we're going to lose yeah. the game. We're going to yeah. lose. We don't have our quarterback. We're going to lose. And they've been winning. And they've been winning. Yeah. If they if they, if they they beat Minnesota, what are they going to say? We're going to lose the Super Bowl. Like this, they've been hedging their bets. Ever they've been since. hedging their bets ever since Wentz went down. With that being said, Spade, I think we're in for another good game. It's gonna, I think this is gonna be a defensive game right here. I, I think uh, it's gonna be some. It's gonna be some. Um, a lot of run game. I think. I think Minnesota would throw more than uh than Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia don't even trust Nick Foles. I don't even think they trust him. But I think it's gonna be a close game. And when I say close, I'm talking maybe maybe. 17-14, maybe 21-17, a real close game. This could be a field goal game. Like, yeah. it, I said earlier in the week we was in a party with people. I said, man, this could be a game of field position. Like, you know, it could be one of those 9-6 games. This game could go a, a bunch of ways. I'm leaning towards Minnesota right now. I'm leaning towards Minnesota, but I think, I think we ran for another good one. Yeah, same. I'm also leaning... Minnesota, and I kind of want to take a split second to really give kudos to that Minnesota. Coach Zimmerman and the coaching staff over there, man, they have overcome adversity after adversity Mm -hmm. after adversity. I had to check one of these out-of-pocket fans on Twitter for saying, like, you know, Minnesota, they need to get rid of Bradford and Bridgewater because Case Keenum is better than – I said, wait, wait, wait. Let's not forget Teddy Bridgewater had this team in position to win a playoff game. They just had a field goal kicker to shank a damn field goal – that high school kids can make. I don't see how that. Te- yeah. I don't see how that's Teddy Bridgewater's fault. 
and, and in much less time in the NFL than those other two guys. Um, they have overcome adversity at the quarterback position. Let's not forget, folks, at one point in this season, the rookie of the year was looking like Dalvin Cook in the backfield for Word. the Vikings. He went down and they didn't miss a beat. They, they went on. It's been a next man up mentality. Cut you off, homie. I don't, don't I mean, do cut it. you off, but don't you don't hear Minnesota fans oh. like, oh, we don't have Dalvin Cook. Oh, They're yeah. just next man up. Let's play ball. Yeah. Let's run this ball. And that's what it should be. At the end of the day, we're talking about the NFL, the greatest group of football players on the face of the planet. These guys know what's up. They ain't just getting here. Like, you got people like Nick yep. Foles. Nick Foles ain't new to the game. Nick Foles knows what's going on. He's, he's talented enough to be in that league and stay in that league, and he is actually one of the better backups in the league. I mean, I'd take Nick Foles over – Jay Cutler and Dolphin fans, we had to deal with that being our starter this year. I do expect a very competitive game. I also expect it to be a low-scoring game. But at the end of the day, man, I just feel like with, with Diggs and Thielen, you, you never know. Both of those dudes right there, they just make plays. And when you look at Adam Thielen, you're talking about a guy that wasn't even drafted. That's an undrafted talent that just wanted right. it. And I guarantee you, this is going to be the message for the show. I guarantee you, people wasn't telling him when he was undrafted. Man, you, you the best. Like, that man had to continue to believe in himself, and that's got to be tough after you enter the draft and not even get drafted. I'm going to take the Vikings. Once again, this ain't our pick em game. I got something low score, and I got like a 14-10 game out there. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be that type of game. It's going to be, I, I agree, it's going to be a game of field position. And I was trying to explain to one of the guys in the party, man, when you when you got a defense, when you got a defense, like the, both of these teams have, have a, a top defense. Mm -hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with playing field position. Nothing is wrong. That's what the Ravens did. The yep. Ravens, they would kick field goals and, and play field position. When they can't score, they would punt, pin you deep, and they knew the defense was getting you off the field. Yep. And Ain't in nothing some cases, wrong with playing field position. Themselves. In some cases, you got your you got your defense putting up seven points a game. That's seven, right. You know, fourteen points a game. So yeah, you never know, man. I, I think we I think we in for two good games and. I would, I would love for it to be a Minnesota-Jacksonville Super Bowl just because I'm tired of New England being there. But I wouldn't be shocked if we see the Patriots in there again. Spade, before we move on, did you know that the NFL – a lot of people saying the NFL is rigged because the NFL website put up get your Super Bowl tickets now and it was a picture of the New England Patriots and the Minnesota Vikings and people saying that the NFL is rigged because they're already saying who's in the Super Bowl. I mean, this is a trash-ass league, bro, which is why the NBA is better. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't – I, I what's crazy? This ain't the first time this has happened, is it? Nope. Seems like this happens a lot, and I don't feel like this is a mistake that you continue to make. The, the NFL over there hedging their bets too. Everybody, everybody bet heads in the day, fam. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> word, word. Let's move on. Right. Spade, you want to talk about insanity? If you guys didn't know, the Rockets played the Clippers. Are we finna talk NBA? It was yeah, we're going, we're going to the NBA. All right, let's get it. Go. We're going to the NBA. But the Rockets played the Clippers. Yes. And it was in L.A. Mm -hmm. And it was a chippy, chippy game. But you want to know Blake Griffin and Lou Williams and all those guys so, um, showed up, and they, they won a game. They won against the Rockets. And CP3, and I mean, it was just chippy from the start. Yeah. It was guys pulling shorts. It was it was jaw-jacking. People was up there talking back and forth. I mean, it was a chippy game. Mm -hmm. But but. People got ejected. Ariza and Blake and all these guys got ejected with like uh, a minute left in the game. But that was that wasn't even that wasn't even the kicker. After the game, Clint Capella went and knocked on 
went and knocked on the Clippers door. You got uh, Chris Paul showing Ariza, Gerald Green, and James Whoa, that's Harden allegedly, bro. Block. You don't know how they figured that oh, out. Allegedly, I'm sorry. Whoa, allegedly. I got you, Chris. Taking them through the back ringer through through all the little uh, deep down tunnels. You know, it was like it was like the secret the secret tunnel, like yeah. the get out the exit. The Underground Railroad, yes. The Underground Railroad out here and... Uh, and that led, let, that led to some Clippers coming out being like, we was where we supposed to be. We was in our locker room. Let's just say some of the Rockets weren't. Right. And that led to some suspensions. NBA investigated. That led to some suspensions. Some people were saying Chris Paul should have been suspended, but he wasn't. <laughs> some people were saying James Harden should have been suspended, but he wasn't. Right. You know who got suspended, Spade? Trevor Ariza and Gerald Green. You knew, y'all know Gerald Green is my boy. But Trevor Ariza, who actually, who actually is still friends with Montrez Harrell, who was on that team, he called Montrez Harrell. Ariza uh, called Montrez Harrell to get uh, Austin Rivers' number to talk to Austin Rivers. They kind of handled it like men. They said what they had to say. They kind of squashed it, you know, pieced it up. And Ariza still got suspended. Yeah. He still got suspended. Yeah. Spade, what the hell is going on in the league? Not to mention, Spade, it's been a slew. We ain't even got this as a topic, but it's been a slew of fights. Yes, it has. A follow was swinging on folks. People just out here just check, checking chins in the NBA. What is going on in the league where everybody was supposed to be buddy-buddy cool? I mean, I love the, it, but go ahead, Spade. The NBA is showing once again why it is the supreme pro sports league. It's showing you why. It's the storylines. Not only do they provide entertainment from the first quarter to the fourth quarter, it's the other stuff. It's the side stories. This is the reason why, you know, a lot of people tune in to reality TV and soap operas. This is so what you we, like drama. I guess we all do, bro. We're, we're addicted to it. This is what we want to see. Let me tell you, Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers did not play. He was injured. Of course, James Harden did not play. He was injured. Austin Rivers is popping. Like, you, you got a chippy game going on on the court. That's fine. Last, if I'm in a chippy game and I'm a little upset, I'm losing the game. The last thing I want to hear is the coach's son throwing shade from the bench with his hand in the cast. Shut mm-hmm. up. Sh- shut up. And that's that's probably all they wanted to tell him. Listen, I believe the Rockets are innocent. I believe all four or five of the Rockets. Wow. I'm just, I'm just giving you my honest opinion. I believe they're innocent. I think the whole point, wow. I think they was, first of all, Chris Paul, uh, James Harden, Gerald Green and Trevor Ariza obviously got lost. Chris Paul has been in that arena many times. Hold on, bro. Been in that arena many times. How many times do you think Chris Paul been in the visiting locker room? Never. It's an honest mistake. Numerous. No, no, no. Not as a visitor. No, 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 no. Because he never played the Lakers in that arena when he played for the Clippers. So he's never been in that visiting locker room ever. Oh, my and, gosh. And it was probably just an honest mistake. Probably looking for the bathroom. Where the bathroom? You know what I'm saying? Where is it? And you just opening Space. doors. Stop it, and that's bro. That's you know. Boy, oh, Stop. Snap. We here in the Clippers locker room. Didn't mean to be here, but since we here, Austin, what's all that stuff you had to say on the court? What is the issue? Can we settle it like men? And then I don't understand. Uh, let me let me get serious Space, for a minute. Stop it. Let me get serious for a minute. First of all, the whole Trojan horse approach, I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. You said Click Compeller to knock on the back door. This is, I don't know. Somebody told me this, LaParis, but I think this is what the feds do when they go raid a trap house. Somebody knock on the front door. Knowing that everybody's going to probably run for the back door, boom, it's people back there too. I think the whole setup was brilliant. <laughs> what I don't understand is how five Rockets 
go to the Clippers locker room and they select two of them to be suspended for two games apiece. And it's not the guy who probably knew something about how to get there. It ain't Chris Paul. It ain't James Harden. And it ain't Clint Capella who knocked on the front door. Somehow or another, it's Ariza, who I could believe was probably the aggressor. But what? The, I don't understand how Gerald Green got suspended. But that's the NBA. They got it figured out. I think Ariza was trying to be the peacemaker. Spade. He, tried, he yeah. asked Montrez how for dude number so they can talk it out. Like, he was trying to just talk it out. Like, yo, what's the issue? Like, you, it was some apologies being said on that phone and everything, man. It was some apologies like, being said from Austin Rivers. You sound like the fan now. I bet you Trevor called this man and said, Austin, you already got one hand in the cast. I will beat your ass. Listen, they said somebody man. allegedly said this comment was yelled during the commotion. Your daddy can't save you from catching this fade. They don't know who said it. <laughs> but somebody told Austin Rivers that Doc couldn't save him from catching that fade. It was Chris Paul. Shit. Chris Paul would never say that. That was his protege. He taught that so man you, how to hoop. But that's that's how that sounds like a Joe Green thing. He a goon. That sounds like a, a Trevor Ariza thing to me. But it was a great game, and what we're not talking about, unfortunately, it was. is the Clippers was able to get the win. I mean, I guess kudos to that. James Harden went on the court, so it really don't matter. But hey, they won. I mean, it, it, it's just how 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 can Chris Paul get nothing? He don't. He didn't get anything. He the one that showed them the back block. They didn't know. They wouldn't know about yeah, that. that. That's man. true. I mean, that, it, it had to been Chris Paul. It, Nobody else would have had a clue. It, it was Chris Paul, man. Like he said, they told uh, Capella, "Go do this. Go do this right here, and and we gonna go through the back the back tunnels." Like they come on, man. That's Chris Paul. I, the Rockets wouldn't know anything about the Underground Railroad. whatsoever. Man. You know, it's another point to this thing that makes this whole debacle crazier. Now, Clint Capella, who is rapidly becoming our favorite player of, of ours, right? When you say LaPaz? I, I like, like Capella. We like Capella because, for one, he went from being this kid nobody knew much about. He was Dwight Howard's backup to becoming the starter to becoming a beast in the pick and roll. Like, off of that screen, Capella finishing at that cup. Whether or not you get chestnuts put on you or not, that's your decision. But Capella's finishing at that cup. And now his confidence is growing. He was just recently quoted as saying, we are better than the Golden State Warriors. We're better than them. And if that ain't bad enough, you get Clint Capella to buy into being part of the Trojan horse scheme. And after all this is said and done, somebody comes out with the statement that... <laughs> DeAndre Jordan would like to be traded to the Houston Rockets, which is just funny because after the opposing team comes to your locker room to beat your teammates' ass, <laughs> once you say, you know what, I want to be with them, I don't know what that does to your locker room. I also don't know how that would work because even though LaParis disagrees with me, I'd rather have Clint Capella than DeAndre Jordan right now. So I just don't know how that would work. But the fact that DJ felt like saying that after that debacle shows you just how wrong things are over there in Los Angeles. It's crazy. I, I definitely would rather have DJ. I love Clint Capella, but I would rather Give me have a defensive player, a, de, a, a defensive player of the year caliber guy. I mean, he's always up there in the running for defensive player of the year every year. He's been on like first team, second team, all this defense numerous times. I mean, you just, I mean, he averaging 15 boards, like 15 boards. So I, he, he like running with, he like playing with Chris Paul, man. He probably like playing with Chris Paul. Better he like playing with Blake, man. Blake might be annoying. I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there in La La Land, but they done talked this guy into not signing with Dallas. 
And he go he he signed back with them. They unlocked him in his house. This is why be a man of your word and, and and do what you're gonna do from Facts. the wreck. Because you never know you never know how the how the cards gonna fall. He wanted to sign with Dallas. They locked him in his house. They kept him in LA and then everybody started going haywire. Everybody wanted to leave and now he's stuck in La La Land where he don't want to be. That man been trying to move to Texas for some years now. Uh <laughs> he has. I think he's from I think he's from Texas if I'm if I'm not yeah. mistaken. That's I I don't know how you move forward. If I'm Blake Griffin, uh, if I'm Chatty Austin Rivers, I don't know how I look at DeAndre after this. But anyway, let's move forward, man. Why are we talking the NBA? The NBA All-Star starters were announced this week, and for the first time ever, the NBA, who continues to innovate and reinvent themselves to be the greatest. I don't know. You like this, I like it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I like it. You like the format? I like it, and I'm going to tell you why. So, look, in case you guys don't know, the leading vote getter for the East and the leading vote getter for the West, they get a chance to play team captains and they can kind of vote. I mean, they can kind of like fantasy draft their team after everyone else is announced. The reason why I like it is because, once again, it's going to come with drama. It's more stuff on the side. Everybody's saying, do you think LeBron is going to draft? you think LeBron's going to pick Kyrie to be a teammate after Kyrie just wanted out? Probably not. And then you got to look at all this stuff right here. You got to wonder if... Staff, who's the captain of the West, well, I guess it's not West because you can draft from either side now, but with Steph and his new buddy-buddy KD, are they going to pick Westbrook? I mean, it's just so much. This gives us another reason to tune in. LeBron James himself is on record as saying that he wants to play deep and he wants to get the game back to the way it's supposed to be. He don't want it to just be a joke. He's serious about it. I mean, he might as well be serious because they're not serious about no defense on the Cavaliers team. So at least let them play it once a year, <laughs> you know, in the All-Star game. But I like it, LaPage. What do you think about it? I love it. Well, I have the NBA All-Star stars Oh, yeah, name right those guys. My bad. So it's say the East. It has LeBron James, Greek Freak, Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving, DeMar DeRozan. And on the West side, it got KD. AD, uh, uh, DeMarcus Cousins, uh, Steph Curry, and James Harden. Yeah. Spade. Mm-hmm. I, come, come on. What's the problem? I, people going to make a big deal if LeBron don't draft Kyrie Irving. To me, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a big deal to me. Wow. I, don't, I don't really like the format. Well, I mean, it, it still has – it looked like it still has East and West. I don't know if the jerseys – Gonna have East to West. What is the jersey gonna have? LeBron and Steph. Like I don't, well, I don't like it. All. I wish it was still just East and West. But I get it. Fantasy is a big deal, and I mean it, it adds another element to the All Star game. I mean people have been saying numerous times that the the best part of the All Star game has always been All Star Weekend with the events that go on Saturday. Not particularly particularly the game. So I guess they're trying to get more eyes to the game just to see, hey, maybe maybe LeBron do pick Kyrie. Maybe we get to see them run again like we did the previous years. Maybe Westbrook do join KD and Steph on the same team. Maybe they do draft him. Who knows? So I, I get it. I just don't like the format. I'm, you know, I'm an I'm a old head. People going to be like, yo, get out, of, get out of the 90s, get out of the 2000s, get out of the 80s. But th- that's what I grew up on. That's what I love. I don't have a... I don't like it, but I, I understand why. But you know, I think a lot of people are trying to make a big deal out of um, out of LeBron. Is he going to drive Kyrie? He probably won't even have a, a chance because even even with this list, I'm not drafting Kyrie first. I'm not drafting him wow. first. If I'm LeBron and I got the first pick, I probably take KD. I'm probably taking KD. I would too. I, I don't know. I, 
I don't, I don't have a. I mean, Spade. You know, a lot of people. Joel Embiid made the All Star game as a starter. Joel Embiid has been great. That's why a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, Ben Simmons should be rookie of the year. Joel Embiid has been balling. I would take Joel Embiid before I take Kyrie. I would take Joel Embiid. The crazy thing in the All-Star game is going to be crazy because he probably going to be on minute restriction because they don't want him to get hurt for the season. So you do you take that stuff into account? I don't know, man. Kyrie been dealing with injuries. Is he going to play? We don't know. He's, he's going to play. But the, I know LeBron going to – I know I know, I know, know LeBron going to play because the way the Cavs look, I know he just want to dub. You ain't it. never lied. He just want to Let dub. me ask you this, though. Uh, I think this is one of the first times I was trying to look it up while you was talking. I don't see if that's the case. Um, and I didn't explain this, but with the starters being named, the starters have to be the starters. They don't necessarily have to be the starters for the East or the West. So just because Kyrie mm-hmm. is a starter, if if Steph takes him, I don't know why he would, but you, you get my point. But here's the thing. How do you feel yeah. about the league reigning MVP not being selected as a starter to the All-Star game. Like, Russell Westbrook is not selected as a starter, and this is another year that yeah, Dame Lillard and the Dame Lillard fans, which I, I'm a fan of Lillard, but I keep telling people every year, I think when it comes time to selection, it's a lot of talent over there, and Lillard probably don't make the cut. Folks are already crying about, oh, Lillard keeps being snubbed. Hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Before you start talking about Lillard, Russell Westbrook has not been selected yet. So you tell Dame to have a seat. I don't want to hear from Dame right now. Russell Westbrook has not been. Selected. I don't know who spot he taking. Whose spot That's is what Lillard I want taking? Know. Like, let's That's be what honest. I know, fam. Let's be honest. Whose spot is he taking? Because Chris Paul is probably going to make this scene too. So, whose spot is he taking? That's what I want to know. I mean, I, I like Lillard. Y'all know I'm. I'm not the biggest Lillard fan. I'm kind of actually hard on Lillard, but I like Lillard game. But I, whose spot is he taking? You're not taking none of the. You're not taking Westbrook's spot. You're not taking James' spot. You're not because I think you know. I think it's just yeah, guards guard. now. It ain't point guard, shooting guard. It's just guards. I mean, Clay probably gonna make it. Who, whose spot is he taking? Let's be honest. If anything, CJ McCollum should probably get that spot. If he being honest, wow, bro. Because Lillard been hurt. Wow. Lillard, Lillard's been hurt, bro. Lillard was out, and you know who was cooking back there? Napier. Little Napier was back there cooking. So, I don't know, man. Uh, people, people, they always, it's always going to be snubbed. Like, I, I, Westbrook is going to be in as a reserve. He's, he's be. making it. Westbrook is be. making it. But he's making it, man. He's making it. But who, like, whose spot is Lillard taking? Like, let's be honest. Leave it in the comment section. Let me know. Some of y'all might be like, oh, well, Chris Paul been hurt a couple of games, too. He shouldn't make it. Man, Chris Paul, Chris, Chris Paul, Paul is just went Harriet Tubman and led some people through the Underground Railroad. <laughs> So that gets him in. Yeah, he's he, making. He's in. But all right, bro. Let's yeah, what up? Uh, you know, any everybody know the NBA trade the trade deadline is coming coming up. Nico is reportedly on the block. It's a ton of people reportedly on the block. DJ want to be traded. It's, it's some guys, but you want to know who is available? Ooh. Spade. The team that this guy is on came out and said, we are taking calls. And that's none other than the Charlotte Hornets own, for now, yep. Kimber Walker. Kimber Walker is on yep. the block spade. And it's reports out there that the New York Knicks are very interested in Kimber Spade. One, let me ask you. Why would Charlotte, why would Charlotte trade Kimber? Two, where, where would you like? Now, where do you see him going? Where would you like Kimber to go? Uh... You know what's what's crazy? I feel sorry for Charlotte fans, bro. I, I really do. 
I mean, you guys mm. had to go through that whole Bobcats era, which was pretty bad. I think Gerald <laughs> Wallace was probably the best player when they was doing this whole Bobcat thing. Like, it's got to be tough. You guys have really been bad since Grandmama. Y'all been bad since Grandmama. They made the playoffs, yeah, I think, last year, the year did, before last. Yeah, they've been bad, bro. I think they, I think they was they one was. and done. So though. look, here's the thing. I think they was first round out. I outs. did a little bit of research because I couldn't understand this. I said, wait a minute, Kimba Walker's the best player on the Hornets. He's got to be a fan favorite. Like who, who else are they rooting for? And with the research I did, I basically found out that like this team is in trouble. They they made an acquisition in the offseason of Dwight Howard, who is playing good. Dwight Howard is playing good, yeah. and this team is still sub five hundred. So you got Dwight Howard, who's got a huge contract. You got Nicholas Batum, who's got a huge contract. You got Kimber Walker, who's got a huge contract, and this team is sub five hundred. So I know, you know, the video game players are saying, "Oh, easy, get rid of Nicholas Batum." But what is his trade value? Who wants Batum with his contract? So I think that mm -hmm. in a situation where they're going, okay, we made this last ditch effort. We we brought in uh, Dwight with plans of being able to get in the postseason in the East, which everyone knows is probably easier, you know, than it is over on the West. You you make these moves, mm -hmm. and it still doesn't it doesn't form any wins. So then you got to say, okay, what do we have to do to blow it up? I mean, because at some point you. You need you need cap space for whatever you're gonna do. You need cap space. Where if you got three max contract people over there and only one of them have trade value, I guess you gotta move Kimba. I would never move Kimba. I I don't know what I would do. I would try to talk to Kimba and see what we could build. Maybe we're bad this year. Maybe we just tank this year and we try to build through the draft. I would definitely try to build around Kimba. And I just I mean Nicholas Batum is really the guy who for them. He just never became what they thought he would be. Dwight Howard is playing well. And he's been injured. He's been injury yeah, prone man. so and much, Nicholas man. Nicholas Batum was that guy that was Jeez. supposed to be. His length was supposed to make him a problem on the defensive end. And his versatility was supposed to make him a problem on the offensive end. He was a decent shooter. He could put it on the floor. He was just a savvy guy. And he just looked like, he looked like a role player. But he's getting superstar money he's a role player getting superstar money and that's a problem for him well it ain't a problem for him but it's a problem for them damn hornets and the crazy thing is jeremy lamb has been better in my opinion yeah. than batoon this year like you got a young guy jeremy young lamb and nicholas batoon is kind of stunting his growth mm -hmm. you can't get him on the court but when he's been playing jeremy lamb has been playing but you might well just try and get batoon out of there put lamb as the starter and build, build with Kimba and Lamb. The Kimba's probably getting traded. He's getting traded. I think he's getting traded. And I think I think the only person, the only team, I think Kim. It gotta be the Knicks, babe. They got a young point guard in that Nika Nikaliki yeah. Nikaliki guy. Yeah. That guy, whatever primetime. his name is. They got a young point guard. You can get a young point guard back. Maybe you can get uh, maybe you can get a um. Him back, maybe you can get one of those shooters, maybe a McDermott back, a, a, a guy that can stretch the court. I, you're you, in my opinion, not going to get equal trade value for Kimber Walker. I don't understand why they would want to trade Kimber. Dwight has been playing phenomenal. I've been very hard on Dwight. You want to? Dwight has been quietly 
playing some of the best basketball Dwight yeah. has played in a long time. And Spade, we thought Dwight played had a good season last year with the Hawks. He's having an even better season this year with the Hornets. And for whatever reason, it's not trans is not transforming into wins. Like they cannot they cannot get dubs on that team bad, for whatever bro. reason. I, I understand I understand why they would say, yo, you know what, we probably gotta move on for Kimber. Let's try this is a this is a big time draft that's about to happen. Let's let's get in let's get in this lottery and, and we can we can get a guy maybe that they, they think is they, they may be able to get Kimber. this young kid to shoot him from damn half court, LaParis. You gotta think about it. Maybe they looking at Kimber like, you know what? Yeah. It's a move we can make that can make both parties happy we can get Kimba out of here and get Kimba to a contender yeah everybody keeps saying and I don't see this happening let me go ahead and say I don't see this happening but everybody keeps saying man you might can sprinkle some Kimba in over there in New Orleans man and that might be what they need to get them to the next level you man I'm looking at their salaries bro you know how much Batum makes this year 22 and a half million dollars this year Dwight Howard makes 23 and a half million dollars this year Michael Kidd Gilchrist 13 million dollars this year there's more. Kimber Walker's only making 12 this year. Marvin Williams makes over 13 mil this year. Cody Zeller, 12 and a half yeah. mil this year. Like, they, they got people over there making big money that are just role players. So, yes, if you get Kimber out of this lineup and you tank it the rest of the year, you can come back. What's the guy's name? Trey Young? Is that who I'm talking about? Man, who knows? Yeah. Trey, Trey Young might fall to these dudes, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe they get in the lottery and they're able to take them. Who knows? You never know exactly. how the ping pong balls going to fall. That's what I'm saying. You never know. But I, I, I want to say this, too. I've also been hearing Kimber to Cleveland, Spade. I, I heard, I heard that I'm too. hearing you trade Iman, you trade, uh, you trade Iman, you trade Isaiah Thomas down to, down to uh, and Channing Fry. You trade him down to uh, he, uh, Charlotte, and you get Kimber up there. That does, that's – Spade, the, the Cavs just played, and they, they scored – a hundred and something points. They probably ain't scoring. Right. They probably and I don't defense. think Kimba makes them better. Kimba ain't gonna play yeah. no defense and either. I'm tired of here. Every time it's Come a trade on. rumor, the bro, problem is defense. The Cavs are in on it. You know, I heard the Cavs had interest in Lou Will, and don't That's get me right. wrong, Lou Will, that type of person that every team in the league got interest in Lou Will. A guy who can come off the bench and light it up like that, his value is never going to go down. He's always going to be valuable. But why in the hell is the Cavaliers right. looking toward Lou Will? Like that ain't what y'all need, fam. They need. I don't. They need a guy. They. I'm. They want him. They want him. I don't know. If, I don't know if the Clippers going to do the trade. But they need a guy like DeAndre Jordan, a guy that can people drive into the paint and do a, a defensive guy. They need a defensive guy. I don't know why the Cavs want Kimba Walker. Why do they want Kimba Walker? You don't no. need scoring. You don't need scoring. Y'all just dropped a hundred and something points. Somebody dropped a hundred and forty on y'all. Damn it! It was like one forty-eight. And it was yeah, like Kimba, who ain't even been playing. You don't need. Yeah, you don't need. You don't need scoring. But I, I, you know, I even heard Kimba to Utah. They said a, they said a Donovan Mitchell Kimba back backcourt to be amazing to watch. It probably would, but I, I don't see Kimba in Utah. I don't think Kimba want to go out there. I mean, I heard Kimba with the Spurs. I heard Kimba everywhere. It, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I would like for Kimba to stay in Charlotte, but. I understand why, why Charlotte would want to move him because it's not, uh, it's not turning into wins. But I, I, I would, I, I would try ask to you move this, them bro. other guys. If you, I, if I, you I, a I, Hornets fan, let's say you like a season ticket holder, 
Bro, mm -hmm. if Kimba's traded, what? I, I, how much longer can you support this team? Fans are fans, babe. Fans are short for fanatic. You say it all the time. Mm. They're going to still show up, bro. Cleveland Brown fans still been showing up. They went 0-16. Right, they showing sheesh. up. Sheesh. Fans are fans, bro. They'll be at that game. Maybe they won't come to every sheesh. game, but they'll be there. Maybe they won't come to every game, but they're going to be there. Sheesh. Fans are fans, bro. They showing up. Uh, they showing up. Uh, we can move on, sheesh. though. Hey, before we move on, let me know. Let me know. Let me know in the comment section down below. Should the Hornets move on from Kimba? If so, where should Kimba land? Let me know in the comments. All right, bro. Since we're talking basketball, let's talk, I guess, collegiate basketball, high school basketball. I don't really know what this category, I don't know what category to put this in. Let's talk about Zion Williamson, man, the Duncan okay. phenom in high school, ranked number two in the nation. Everybody was tuned in to see what this kid mm -hmm. would commit to. Of course, he is in South Carolina. He's in Spartansburg. Spartanburg. Let me get it right, because I don't want to say mm -hmm. the area wrong. Spartanburg, South Carolina, had a couple of teams, had about five teams narrowed down. A lot of people thought Clemson. A lot of people thought the Gamecocks threw everybody a curveball mm -hmm. and committed to Duke, which gave Duke, like, the number one player in the nation, the number two player in the nation, and, like, the number four player in the nation or something like that. They, got, they definitely got three of the top five players in the nation committed this is coming in a year where everybody pretty much expects Duke entire starting five to go pro. Uh, I was kind of thrown by this. I really didn't see this kid going to Ella Paris. Did you see this coming? And how do you feel about it? Man, I wanna, is Grayson Allen still going to be there? Like, he's been nah, there Grayson got to go. Grayson been there about 13 years. <laughs> I'm about to say, because yeah, he's he been go. there forever. Hopefully, he's still not there. I want to say, look, people saying it's a big deal, so I guess it's a big deal. A big I'm, I don't follow high school basketball enough and college basketball enough to know if, if this guy can play. I don't even know what position this guy plays, babe. I don't he's even know what position forward, he plays. Bro. He's a power forward. Is he? Yes. He's oh, okay. on the rounds, babe. I don't, In high I don't, school. I don't follow college basketball into the tourney. I know people People always tweeting us and being like, yo, you guys haven't gave strong on performer to Trey Young yet. I ain't never seen Trey Young play. I've seen highlights on ESPN, but I'm not... To, I mean, I mean, I mean, he dropping forty something a game, man. He like the kid lead the league and like lead lead the NCAA and like assists and scoring. So yeah. he got to be the truth. Yeah. But I, you know, I just tune in on um March on Sports Center. I think the oh, kid okay. just lost a game. If I'm not mistaken, he just lost a game. He did. But he did. I don't I don't watch enough. I seen Zion on like the Ball Is Life Twitter. Like I seen highlights of him dunking on people on like Ball Is Life. Yep. That's the, that. I, I, I haven't seen the kid play, you know, a full game. So, I don't know. I don't know how the kid play. I don't know what type of – I don't know if he can shoot. I don't know if he got the midi. I don't know if he got long range distance or if he's just some tomahawk early – remember early Blake Griffin couldn't shoot. All he did was dunk on folk. Absolutely. I don't know if he that type of guy. I don't know. That's a good point. So, I, I, I don't watch enough. So, I can't really give my insight. I don't really watch enough college – basketball until we get to the tourney where it's like crazy upsets and, and it's exciting you go through this long drawn out season teams been getting you know teams been getting that work teams been you know duke is always in the hunt mm -hmm. a team like kentucky is always in the hunt they always got uh top recruiting classes and stuff right. like that but i don't watch enough college basketball to be like oh my gosh this guy went there I mean, it's Duke. Of course, these kids want to go to Duke. They're going to go to Kentucky. They're going to go to those type of schools. They're going to go to Kansas. Mm -hmm. They're going to go to those schools. They're going to go to Michigan State. Mm -hmm. They're going to go to those schools. So, 
He chose Duke. Of course you're going to choose Duke over South Carolina Gamecocks basketball. I'm shocked. And Clemson Spade? Come I'm on, shocked, man. bro. I'm shocked. Why? Why? Because this kid, his hype is that. Like, look, we all know. Let's let's be honest here. College basketball, the NCAA, is just a, a, a necessary evil to get these kids to the destination to they're the going to. It, it ain't nothing but an on-ramp to the, you know what I'm saying, to the interstate. You know exactly where they're going. And when you're Zion Williamson, if he could enter for the draft right now, he'd be a lottery pick. So he don't need to go to a school that's prestigious to get him attention. He don't have to go to a school that gets a lot of TV games. I mean, to get him if they attention. forcing you to play, you at least want to win a championship, right? I mean, do they? But see, this is the, this is why I'm glad we brought this up. I take first of all, let me say this to our listeners because somebody's going to be shocked at our lack of knowledge. Somebody came in my live stream and said, "Spade, what's your opinion on Sharif O'Neal not being selected to the McDonald's All American Game?" Yeah. And I said, "I do not follow high school sports at all in the slightest." Right. I'll see highlights here, and if, if something intrigues me, I'll look closer. Like, everybody knows I'm a fan of Colin Sexton. That guy played in Georgia. I saw highlights from him, and I was like, this kid is the truth. I want to see more. But in order for us to be, and I feel like I should explain this, LaPaz. So take a sip of water. I got this one. In order for us to okay. be as knowledgeable as we try to be on the big two, which is the NBA and the NFL, it requires us to watch a lot of that. So we could be really good in a couple of, uh, areas, or we can just be moderately good at a bunch of areas. So we kind of narrow it down. We follow the NFL, we follow the NBA, and we follow NCAA football. That's what we specialize in. As far as the NCAA, mm -hmm. when it comes to basketball, eh, I watch here and there, but mostly, like most people, when it's tourney time, you tune in. And this is where, to me, stars are made, which is why I was so critical yep. of Ben Simmons, who couldn't get his team to the tourney. I was so critical of uh, Markel Folks, who couldn't get his team to the tourney. And all of you guys, the backlash that I took is, hey, these kids don't care about getting to the tourney. They're just going to school, you know, so they can go pro. So if that's the case, a kid like Zion Williamson, why does he give a damn about going to Duke? He's going to go there and share the ball with the number one player in the nation and like the number three or the number four player in the nation. And he's going to finish his year in school averaging like 15 points a game. And I told you guys, the reason why it's so tough for me to evaluate collegiate talent, because, man, I remember people like uh, Michael Beasley, who was giving folks buckets at K-State, dropping folks off for about 32-plus a game. And I, I could look at him and say, that kid's going to be able to play at the next level. It's tough for me to look at Kentucky that's got so much talent that everybody on the team averaged 12 points a game and know that one of them is going to be AD. Like when I said, I said, I'm not going to lie. I thought AD was a great shot blocker. I didn't think he would be the type of player he is now. And everybody goes, you crazy. You can tell AD was going to be that? No, because he was sharing the ball with all the rest of the top 100 players in the nation, and they was all getting about 12, 13 mm. points a game. How the hell am I supposed to know which one of these guys is good? So for Zion, why not go to South Carolina? Why not go to Clemson, score about 30 a game, and go pro? This is what everybody expects him to do anyway. So I'm shocked to see that this kid who's been a star – since he could touch the Nets, which was probably when he was eight, he's going to go to a university that's going to reduce him to a role play. I, I, I'm shocked, bro. I'm shocked. Let me, let me, let me play devil's advocate. Shocked. Spade, and I agree with you 100%. But let me just play devil's advocate. Maybe he like, you know what? I go to Duke. I got some help. I, I don't have to. It don't have to be as strenuous on that's, me. That's a good point. For this short period of time, I probably won't get hurt. Then more than likely, if I'm got to drop 30 over here at Trash-Ass South Carolina, I got some help over here in Duke. 
We got other top players. I don't mind averaging 13, 14 points. I know I'm still going to the league. That's true. That's a damn Let me good take point. some of the strain off me. Let me take some of the strain off me. Average, you know, we going to the tourney. We probably going to the Final Four. We're going to be able to compete for a championship. I don't have, you know, a lot of people were saying that. A lot of people were saying that about Ben Simmons. Babe, what did people tell us about Ben Simmons? Oh, he don't have no help. Yeah. He chose to go there. Yeah, that's why I said. I thought Remember that's why he saying? went there so he could go off. So you go to LSU and still score yeah. 16, 17 yeah, a game. What am I supposed to think? When we was... When, when we was critical of Ben Simmons, what was people telling us? Well, he don't got nobody to pass it to. He got to do everything over there. He don't have no players. He don't have any help. Yep. So maybe Zion is taking our other route. You know what? I got help. I got other top players in this league. Other people that's probably going to go to the league with me. We can, we're going to be able to compete for a national championship. And the season isn't going to be as strenuous on me as it will be in these other situations. Maybe that's what he's thinking. Maybe. I don't know, but I agree with you 100%. If it ain't about, if it's just about going to the league, you might as well stay at home, get some home cooking. Be exactly. You know, you know what I mean? I'll just go be to close South to Carolina, your family. Shoot home, get my laundry done, eat me a big plate yeah. of home cooking, swing by and kick it with my old homeboys every once in a while. Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, bro. Listen, the, the like college I said, fans. It's been, I, I want to I say kudos to you for explaining. You know, I think people would respect that because. Instead of us just coming out here talking out our ass about something that we aren't as knowledgeable about, like the Sharif O'Neal situation, people ask me the same thing. Isn't it? I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how Sharif O'Neal is as a player. I don't know. So instead of me just coming out here, yeah, they played him out. Or hell nah. Before I do that and make me jump off the before I jump off the cliff and you guys bang the cannon on us in the comment section to be like, man, these guys don't know what they're talking about. I'd rather tell you. I don't watch enough to know. I like MMA, but it's other people that watch more MMA than me. It's uh, you know, I, I I watch college basketball when it gets to the tourney. You know, I I'm a, I'm a, I'm actually if I had to choose a sport, I'm picking football, college and pro. But I, I watch a ton of basketball as well. I'm NBA, NBA basketball. Right. I don't watch college until we get to the tourney. And before I jump off the cliff and be like. Oh, this dude Trey Young is blah blah blah. I'm gonna tell you, I haven't seen this kid play one game. I've seen his highlights on Sports Center. He looked like the truth, but I haven't seen enough. I haven't seen him play for me to make my own. You know, it's a lot of people that watch Sports Center and be like, they see the highlights and be like, this guy the oh, truth. Yeah. Which we I don't like do. to make my own judgment. Yeah, I, my own yeah, judgment. I'm not judging anybody off their highlights because if you don't look like you the man right. in your highlights, then you need to hang it up. Because let me tell you something. I was what? average at best. But if you clipped up my highlights, <laughs> well, you will be ready to give me some type of a scholarship. Somewhere. Some small I think, universe. I think people will respect that about our show, bro. Yeah, I mean, and, and I have to tell people a lot. I mean, we could cover everything. But no way two people could cover everything and be as knowledgeable as we want to be. So, listen, high school ball, that's off my radar. I know that Zion Williamson is crazy athletic. I'm with LaParis. I don't know if the kid can shoot. And, and somebody's going to be like, oh, well, it's highlights of him making jumps. I'm not talking about his highlights. I ain't talking about his highlights. I mean, we already told you guys, a broke watch is right twice a day. That's not what I'm talking about. Can this guy, if you just back right. off of him and give him the jump shot, can he kill you from that? Do he need to score at the cup? I don't know any of this stuff about Zion Williamson. I am just shocked to see him go to Duke. I, I'm i shocked, bro. That's all I'm going to say. I'm shocked. Zion, he's going to the league. Either way, and you and you actually did a great job of, of giving, you know, just a different look, a different perspective. Yeah, maybe his thing is, hey, man, 
I just want to preserve myself. I want to get to the league as fresh as possible. I don't care if I'm the second or third option on Duke. I'm just chilling over there. We're going to the tourney either way. Coach K going to probably teach me a couple of life lessons. Later on, he going to be that guy that's still in my phone where I can text him if I need a favor down the road. Coach K is that guy. Like, he does. Zion made this comment about them being a family over there, and everybody knows, like, Coach K takes that approach. Like, it's, I mean, Coach K is not the only one, but Coach K takes that approach. Like, Later on, in I mean, but you you want you want that prestige prestigious coach that you know going to be there. South Carolina Clemson coach may be fired in the next two years. Who knows? I don't even know who coaching That's over terrible, there. Bro. But you know, guys like Jim Beheim, all those type of guys, Izzo up in Michigan State. You know these yeah. guys. You know those guys are going to be there. So and now I got to do this. You, you know those guys. I mean, they've been people been trying to get Coach K out of Duke to go coach in the NBA all the time, and, and Coach K stays his ass right at Duke. So well, I thought he wasn't going. Why nowhere. not have a guy like Coach K on your phone? You can hit up and be like, "Man, I'm going through it. The NBA is tougher than I. Can you give me some some kind words?" And Coach K can be that guy. You know, well, now, I, I understand. Now I got to do this though. Uh, shout out to the homie Nate and, and and also the homie MK because I got to echo their comments. Zion Williamson now is nothing to me because I do not like Duke. So now I must write you off, Zion. Good luck. <laughs> In your endeavors, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I you out of here too, now, Zion. You out of here. But but Spade, you got you got to get Duke is always in the hunt, bro. Even when Duke, hey, this is no shade. This is no shade, Spade. But put your shades on, oh, Lord. But even when Duke was real Caucasian over the past couple of years, it'd be like one black guy. The whole team was white. Duke was still an attorney. Fighting for championship. That's the Duke we know. So, so it looks strange when I look over there now and they got a team <laughs> full of brothers with the son at the hedgehog haircut. Like I'm looking over there like, whoa, what's like what's what's happening at Duke? Like Duke always look if they if they it's, had it's, brothers. It's over true. There, Duke has kind of always been the Caucasian yes. team in North Carolina been like the, the look, brothers. Duke always the has been the collegiate version of the Utah Jazz. Let's be real here. And if they got a brother, he was very <laughs> Trajan Langdonish. He was he was very, he was very Baskin. <laughs> he was very Drakeish. He what? was very Drakeish. So I, I, like, he was Carlos Boozerish. Right. It's funny you Bang-ish. bring that up because I always looked at Corey McGetty. Like, I think and Bram and maybe Jason Williams. And, and, and uh, Corey McGetty. I always looked at Corey McGetty like, whoa, and Corey, McGetty. you made a wrong McGetty. turn. You're supposed to went to North Carolina, bro. What's going on? So things have definitely changed over what? there at Duke, man. I can't even say Kyrie because we ain't even see Kyrie at Duke. Kyrie ain't even. Only, Lord, he played like he played like six. Yeah, games. I don't even know what jersey number he was at Duke. Anyway, let's move forward. We gave Duke way too much of my valuable time, bro. We can we can move on, Spade. Uh, it's been it's been a great show thus far, but we got to move on to the pick'em game, Spade. I'm on your heels. It's ten nine, baby. It is I'm not back. ten nine. It's eleven check eight. Ten, it's ten, bro. Check the tape. It's ten nine. All right, check let the me tape. Get back I went back. I went back let to the previous shows and I looked back to no previous show, t- bro. Nah, bro. I went back. Check the tape. Right, I'm serious now. What's Yo, up? somebody in the comment section, go check What's the, the tape. It's 10 I'm 9. Serious. I'm on Spade Hills. I'm back like I'm cooked crap. I don't know if y'all remember a couple of weeks ago, Spade was like, Do y'all, you want to start over? I'm like, Nah, I got the glow. And I'm back. You ain't got no damn glow. I'm back. I let off the gas. Nobody wants to race somebody that they Spade, can't even see what, in the well, race. You need to, it's 10 9. You need, to, you need to put your foot back I on the gas. I might let you actually Spade, I got a good one for us, back. Though. What you got? What's the game? Spit, I got I got a good one for us. And that's Thursday. Thursday coming up this week. We got the Washington Wizards versus 
the Oklahoma City Thunder. Two teams that we both feel should be better than what they are. Washington is one of those teams play now to the lesser competition and lose those games. But when they play game, when they play against the Cavs or Boston or something, for whatever reason, they show up to those mm-hmm. games. So Washington Wizards, Oklahoma City mm-hmm. Thunder. We, we just seen what Oklahoma City did mm-hmm. to the Cavs. Babe, talk to your boy who you got him Let me why. tell you something. You see what Oklahoma City just did to the Cavs? 150 yep. points damn there, right? Fluke! Yep. The Cavs is just bad. You thought you was going to try to... You, you tried to talk him up? You thought I was going to take the Thunder? No. No. Yeah, I thought you no. was going to take the Thunder. John Wall and Bradley Beal. Give me Kelly Oubre who say he's the... What he say he is? He's the swaggiest player in the league. And Kelly, look, I want you to rock your supreme leg sleeve. I'll pay your fine as long as they take monthly installments. It's crazy. It's going to take me a minute. See, he pulled the okie doke. He pulled the okie doke. I thought he was going to take nah. the Thunder, and I wanted to go nah. Washington. T- but since Spade is taking okay. Washington, and he been on this losing streak. I'm not streak, on a losing streak, B. I'm going to go the opposite I'm on a way. not trying streak. I'm going to go the opposite I'm- way. And I'm going with the Oklahoma City Thunder, Westbrook, PG, Think Mellow, Steven Adams, Andre Robeson is oh back. Let's go. Give me the this thunder. Man just called out Andre Robeson name. Like, he going to be the reason. If they do win, Word up, like, it's going to be Andre. He going he gonna to shut, oh, shut everything Bradley Bill on down. Please. <laughs> down. Listen, he gonna Kelly, shut wear down. your supreme sleeve, fam. I got you fine. Huh? Do they take payments? That's all I want to know. I got you fine. <laughs> Let's go, bro. <laughs> Yo, leave who, you, leave who you guys got in your, uh, the Pick'em game in the comment section down below. Washington Wizards, Oklahoma City Thunder, Thursday night, be there. All right, last segment of the show today, folks. We call this the Strong Arm Performer of the Week. This is an award, a right. very prestigious award in podcast land, given out twice a week by this show. But Paris, we still not tweet people, bro. I want to tweet people. All right? I mean, we still not tweeting people. You right. Let's do it. We, we we need we, we need the staff. We need to hire some folks, but we gotta wait to after I pay. We Kelly Oubre fine, cause I don't know what the budget is. <laughs> but anyway, we get this award out twice a week to a male or female who raised his or her level of play to ensure that their team got the victory. If you ever listen, professional athletes, collegiate athletes, whatever. If you ever receive a strong on performer of the week award from us, put that shit on the top shelf where you put Emmys and Oscars and Grammys and stuff. Don't put it down there with your rec league right. baseball trophies. I got trophies around here right now. Look, I got a trophy right here. I, I got trophies for days, fam. I did that. Don't put your strong on performer of the week down there. <laughs> put it up top. LaParis, you on the hot seat. Who is your strong on performer of the week and why? I got to give it to a guy. Of course. He just spoke about, man. A guy, be, a guy that just, just played, had a phenomenal game. And you know what? I know somebody going to tweet and say, they don't play no defense. I don't care. You want to know what this guy did? This guy shot 9 of 17 from the field. He had 23 points. He had 9 rebounds. He had 2 steals. And he also had 20 dimes. 20. And that's none other than the MVP, the reigning MVP, Russell Westbrook of the Oklahoma City Thunder. And for that performance against the Cavs, leading them to a win, you are my strong arm performer of the week. Westbrook. Beast on them dudes, bro. It's the first time I gave it to the MVP this year, That's I think. The first time he was deserving, and you even could argue this. I mean, 23 points is okay. What? Do you know how many people came out and outperformed? Let's be honest. It was way more deserving people this week. Russ, you know I'm a fan. 
You the homie. But come on now. The Paris, that's a reach. You reaching. Bro, 20 dimes? 20 that's dimes? That's all? That's all? Just saying. James Harden throwing 20 dimes with a cast on. Anyway, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I, yeah, through the tunnel. <laughs> I like efficiency. So, uh, my award recipient this week, oh, I'm, I'm giving it to somebody who was crazy efficient. And I would like to apologize here on the air. A couple of weeks ago, LaParis put me on the hot seat. The lamps was bright. I felt like I was in a police interrogation. And sometimes you say things you don't mean to say. And LaParis pressed me and said, Right before we end the show, Spade, I'm putting you on the hot seat. Should y'all trade? And and, and I, it was the I meant to say no, and I accidentally said yes. And, and first of all, I want to apologize <laughs> to Sam Whiteside. I can't believe I said that. That was not me. I was not in my right mind. I would not like to trade you. Let me tell you, Hassan Whiteside's been injured, man. And the Miami Heat's still been finding ways to get wins because we have one of the best head coaches in the National Basketball Association. Shout out to Coach Spo. Oh boy! But he came back. He wanted to get rid of. Nah, Chris I love Spo. Don't, don't don't lie Please, on me. Baby. I love Spo. That's my boy. Spo, hit my line, bro. Um, Hassan Whiteside came back from injury and he, he stepped right back in. There. You know, like he didn't need no time to warm up or nothing. He was just like I'm back. And they had a. And also, I look at the opponents too. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I can't reward you for beating up on a bad team. I want you to play a talented team and show how talented you are. Greek freak. Yeah, he just got announced to be a starter. Yeah, NBA All-Star starter. It matters not to Hassan Whiteside. 32 minutes of play. 10 of 12 from the field. 7 of 9 from the charity stripe. I'm talking 27 points. 13 rebounds. 6 block shots. Only one turnover. Wow. Uh, Hassan Whiteside, welcome back. We never want to trade you, bro. And for that performance right there against a good team in the East, above 500, you are my strong arm performer of the week. Hassan Whiteside, welcome back. Hassan Whiteside, he just wanted to join like two weeks ago. He been on, he been wanting to fire <laughs> Lies. for two years, and he been wanting to trade Whiteside oh. all season. Now he a Whiteside. Whiteside, fan welcome again. back, bro. I I had a lot of pressure on me that day, and I I was saying things that I didn't mean to say. Bro, somebody could walk up to me right now and be like, you want to trade Lori? And I'd be like, absolutely If they put not. that pressure on you, you don't know absolutely what you would say. You've never been in that pressure environment. you never been on that stage. you never played on the big stage, bro. Bro, pressure don't bust these pipes over here. I get, bro, I, I stay cool, calm, and collective when, when the pressure You ain't never been on, on the big stage. You don't know how bright them lights are. You don't know. Bro, them, light, them lights are bright. That. You just heard. And that's why I got hater blockers. That's why I got uh, a brim on. Because I block that. Uh, I block all that. I'm, I'm ready uh, for whatever. Whiteside, he just wanted to trade you, homie. Spo, you, he wanted you going for two years. Spo, he wanted you going since Brian left. When lie. Brian leave? Listen, man. He wanted you going so since you then. You sit here and lie on me. This show going up on the Sabbath day, and that's the way you want to be perceived. Just up there lying. Listen, man. Spade, before I close the show, you got No, I do want to thank our supporters, though. This is the first time in the history of our show that we've been in the 40s for most downloaded podcasts on iTunes, in the sports, and rec department uh, uh however they categorize the podcast we couldn't do it without you guys i tell y'all all the time everybody knows somebody that likes sports i'm not asking for you to reach in your pocket like that's tough when you ask somebody to make a donation i'm not asking you to make any donations just tell the people you know that love sports but if you want to <laughs> right we won't turn it down <laughs> but no if you know anybody that loves sports man you're not doing us a favor you're doing them a favor tell them about sas fam just tell them they're gonna thank you later and if they don't they might not be real comfortable saying hey. thank you 
listen, man. I, I say it every show. We cannot thank you guys enough for your continued support, man. And with you guys continue support, we know, we know, we know who's who there, man. It's a lot of y'all. Some of y'all don't even don't even watch us on YouTube. All you guys want the audio. However you listen, it doesn't matter. Absolutely. We appreciate you, man. We cannot thank you guys enough. But as usual, if you're on YouTube and you're watching right now and you're new over here, bang the subscribe button and take two seconds. You can hit the like button if you're a regular. It's also a little bell up there. It's a little bell right there. It lets you know. You know, you get an alert to your mobile device. It lets you know as soon as a new is a new right. episode is uploaded to the to the YouTubes. If you don't want to see two dudes arguing about box, we got audio podcasts everywhere. SoundCloud, Podomatic, iTunes. We cannot thank you guys. But we cannot thank you guys enough, man. I cannot stress that enough. Hitting the 40s was like, that junk was touching. I was I even, man, Strong Arm Sports tweeted and was like, man, let me show y'all. Let me show you guys what a team effort looked like. And that that's that right there is a team effort. We cannot thank you guys enough. And and that's why we keep that's why we keep bringing these episodes, man. That's why we keep trying to deliver great content to you guys. And um hope, hopefully. With you guys support this thing turning even bigger and better. Enough. Spay, you got anything else? That's right, man. Well, we listen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We will see you guys next episode. Leave your thoughts in the comment section down below about everything we talked about today. And we we out, man. We'll see you guys next episode. We out. Peace.